0: You're listening to Easy. More than 1,600 people have been shot this year in Chicago. Increasingly, the city's leaning on anti-violence workers to try and bring that number down. There are hundreds of these workers, many of them are former gang members. As part of their job, they step into the middle of intractable gang conflicts to try and prevent further shootings. WBEZ's Patrick Smith spent a year documenting their work for the most recent season of our Motive podcast. He has a story of one violent conflict that was resolved with a surprisingly simple solution. Last
1: summer during the 4th of July weekend, there was a shooting at a park on the city's west side. Person was
2: shot right here. Right here on Adams and Maplewood and um, it was just like summer beginning.
1: Sorenzo Strong, an anti-violence worker who goes by Fats, responded to the shooting the next day to try and talk the guys down from their anger. He started using his connections in the neighborhood to find out what motivated the shooting and what gangs were involved. It happened at about 3 a.m. From what Fats heard, people were drinking and getting high. There was a fight and one guy pulled out a gun when he pulled it out, another person shot him and one of his friends. You point a gun at somebody, somebody don't get shot. And the guy who pulled his gun first, his buddy's truck also got smashed up.
2: After the shooting, they, I guess they bust his windows because he brought the guy over
1: here. Fat says the truck owner and the guys who got shot, they're in one gang. The guys who did the shooting and smashed the truck, they're in another. It's a recipe
2: for disaster. So we were trying to get on top of it, get a handle on it before it. Escalate and be retaliation behind them. Fats figured out who the shooters were. We got together right across the street over there. And he gives them his spiel. We want the kids to be able to come out and still play and not be afraid, you know. And they they take heed to it. And they were willing. They was like, you know, we don't have a problem with him. You know, he came at us. Like, if he done with it, you
1: know, they done with it. The gang that shot the two people they're willing to let bygones be bygones. But, of course, they weren't the ones actually injured in the shooting. As for the guys who were injured... it was some people around them.
2: You know, it's not always the person who gets shots going through retaliation. It'd be family members or friends. So we talked to close people to him.
1: They were able to talk to them. And they agreed. The guy who pointed the gun in the first place started it all, so they didn't need to go back at the other group. So it seemed like everyone was willing to back down except for one guy. The guy whose truck was smashed up. The way he saw it, he didn't do anything wrong. His friend did. But now he's out a bunch of money getting his car repaired. He was like, "Man, I
2: didn't I didn't know what was happening and, you know, but I just want my windows fixed and I'm I'm done with it."
1: So Fats wants to put together some cash.
2: Uh, I think it was like 800. But, you know, we was able to talk and you know, some guys came up with money. Everybody pitched in and he got more than what he even asked for, you know.
1: I could hardly believe it when he told me, but Fats convinced the gang responsible for the shooting and smashing to cover the rival gang members' car repairs.
2: Because if it didn't come to be resolved, the guy would have felt disrespected. It could have went a, a, a whole nother way. Like, he could have wanted, wanted some revenge, you know what I mean, I hurt, hurt somebody, anything and vice versa, but it wasn't about that. Like I say, everybody was like-minded
1: and, and wanted the same results. Fats and his coworkers were proud. They'd found a simple solution to a problem that was threatening to go in a very bad direction. And fixing the truck was cheap compared to the cost of an injury from a shooting, the healthcare costs, rehabilitation, lost wages, trauma. And really, this is a solution that couldn't have been worked by too many people. There's a lot being invested in community anti-violence work like this, tens of millions of dollars, but it pales in comparison to the billions we invest in police and prisons. And those institutions usually kick in only after someone is injured or killed, and they impose their own harms on communities. And they certainly could not have brokered this peace. Patrick Smith, WBEZ News.
0: That's from the most recent season of WBEZ's Motive podcast, which follows anti-violence workers in Chicago over the course of a year. You can listen to Motive Season 5 at WBEZ.org or wherever you get your podcasts. This is WBEZ.